Before we begin to consider the contours of African history, we must first examine those of Africa itself. The two are not easily separated because to think about Africa as a place, we must think historically. In recent decades, historians and other scholars, many of whom are increasingly suspicious of received wisdoms, have begun to scrutinize and to unpackage a range of political, social, and ideological entities that for a long time have simply been taken for granted. Some of this unpackaging has been directed toward the ways in which societies and individuals have seen themselves in the world, and has sought to demonstrate that such visions are more complex and more prone to change than has been assumed. It has also been concerned with the ways in which certain cultures have seen others, especially with how Europe, or the West, has perceived the peoples of Asia, Africa, the Americas, and elsewhere. In addition to complexity and change, the emphasis here has been on how these perceptions say as much about the viewer as the viewed. They can also be seen to have been shaped by the dynamics of imperial power. A groundbreaking work in this vein was Edward Said's Orientalism, 1978, which examined the European vision of an exotic, decadent, and corrupted Orient, including North Africa. Said has been much criticized for constructing, in turn, an inverted Orientalism, or Occidentalism, by assuming the existence of a monolithic European worldview. Yet his thesis, if flawed, has been influential, prompting a range of works reflecting on visions of the world with titles such as Imagining India, by Ronald Inden, and The Invention of Africa, by the Congolese philosopher V.Y. Mudimbe. How was Africa invented? And by whom? The short answer, according to Mudimbe, is that the idea of Africa was initially fashioned not by Africans, but by non-Africans, as a paradigm of difference. Africa, in other words, has served as an exotic prism through which outsiders, mainly Europeans, refracted images of the other and of themselves. There is much evidence to support this view. Before the 20th century, very few of Africa's inhabitants thought of themselves as Africans. The origin of the word itself can be traced back to the nexus of classical civilizations in the ancient Mediterranean. It was the Greeks who first envisaged a three-way division of the Mediterranean world, calling its southern shores Libya as opposed to Asia to the east and Europa to the northwest. Between Libya and Asia lay Egypt, another Greek word, whose great river, the Nile, was seen by ancient geographers as dividing the two realms. For the Greeks, the word Libyans, Libyus, seems to have had a vague racial connotation as it was used to distinguish the peoples of the Mediterranean coast from darker-skinned Ethiopians from Aethiops, literally meaning burnt-faced, to the south. Greek observers divided the Libyans into numerous tribes, one of which, that around the Phoenician outpost of Carthage in modern Tunisia, later Roman sources referred to as the Afri. Africa, the land of the Afri, was originally applied in a strictly limited sense to the Roman province created after the conquest of Carthage in 146 BC. Following the demise of the Roman Empire and the Arab conquest of North Africa in the 7th century AD, the same coastal region became known, in Arabic, as Ifriqiya. 
But it was only from the 15th century, when Portuguese mariners brought the outline of Africa into the purview of Europe, that the term was generally applied to the entire continent. The Portuguese voyages of the Age of Discovery not only served to expand European knowledge of Africa, they also initiated a process that would transform European thinking about Africans. The context for this transformation was the transatlantic slave trade. Slavery had been a prominent feature of the classical Mediterranean world and had continued in various forms in medieval Europe. It also existed in the Muslim world, including North Africa, and in sub-Saharan Africa itself. Yet it was the Atlantic slave trade which between the 16th and the 19th centuries involved the forced migration of some 12 million Africans to the Americas that forged an explicit link in European minds between racial inferiority, enslavement, and Africa.